0: Waddle and Sylvie. Follow us on the grab at Waddle and Sylvie. And at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. One of our favorite guests that we talk to, especially during baseball season, uh, is Jason Hayward. Always uh, open with his time, always candid. And uh, loves, loves, loves this city. And uh, with the changes with the Cubs organization, we thought it'd be a, a great time to have Jay Hay on. Jason Hayward joins us right now on the Corona Hotline. Jason, how are you feeling today?
1: Oh, uh, I feel great, but <laughs> the Corona Hotline. <laughs> man, Corona that's I man. as long as we can make it a, a positive spin. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Um, I'm doing well. How are you doing today, guys?
0: We're, we're, we're doing well. What do you have uh, planned uh, for Thanksgiving? Will it be a little bit different this year than in, in previous years?
1: It will be different, um, but it'll be something simple. Fiance is going to cook for us at the house. My brother's in town. Um, we're just going to hang and, and kick it. We'll probably do a good bit of face timing. I'm sure like a lot of people you know, around the country, and we'll, we'll try to keep up virtually and just just be grateful we got a moment to sit down and spend some time.
2: Jason, looking back at the 2020 season, is there any real easy way to describe what the experience was like?
1: It was hard. Um, it was it was a, it was a hard season. It was a hard experience. Um, I I told a few people this, but I I remember about a week after coming home. Um, from the season, just laying in bed and waking up and telling my fiance, I'm like, look, that was that was actually hard as hell to do. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun getting to play a game we love, a game I've been able to play since I was five years old. The fact that we still got to do that, still got to to play that in major league stadiums, and and um, I guess not to let a lot of people's hard work and dedication go to waste. But it was it was definitely a hard season.
0: Jay, hey, what was the hardest part? Was it no fans in the stands and getting up for each and every game? Was it constant testing? Like if you could pick one thing that made this year stand out differently to make it the hardest.
1: Um, as Stepping into your arena, yes, not having fans was was definitely hard. Um, But I wouldn't say because of necessarily getting up. I mean, I I get it. You need adrenaline and whatnot. But but once we stepped out there into the stadium – you know, we had our adrenaline. We knew we, knew we wanted to go compete. Wrigley um, Field, there's there's no place like it with fans and, and the day game. So I, I missed that aspect um, tremendously. But the human side of it was just being so afraid to to be the one that got a bunch of people sick. Mm. Um, you know, be, being so afraid to go be around family members um, to to have, I mean, basically no life essentially away from. Um, you know, going to work and, and going to play baseball. And, and I did it. That's what the that was the fate of the country. Um, and, and at that time, you know, much so around the world. But I think just being paranoid um, and, and kind of bringing that paranoia onto our uh, the ones closest to us because we knew that they couldn't mess up for us to not mess up. And if we messed up, then that, that could mess up a lot of people. So I think it was just – that was the toughest part of just being afraid.
2: Yeah, I was just going to ask, um, you know, we spent a lot of time – Uh, complimenting the entire organization, you guys, and and those involved for running such a disciplined approach to this as difficult as it was. And I was just going to ask you if you felt apprehensive or you were fearful that you were going to get sick yourself, but it sounds like it was more about, you didn't want to be the person that inadvertently caused a problem.
1: Right. I mean, it was, I mean, everyone um, with the Cubs organization did outstanding job just Showing up, not complaining, obviously this is hard. Obviously every, everyone's going through something, but you, know, you have people that already obviously work for less money than we do as players, and, and they're working for that much less money. Um, people losing jobs. You got people volunteering to do things that they hadn't you know, ever thought they would be doing when they took a certain job in the front office or you know, working a part of this organization. Um, training staff, I mean, just – I mean, there's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of names that I can say thank you to. I, I appreciate it. But yeah, man, it was, it was hard for everyone and it was hard to watch people go through that. Yeah. Um, and from the baseball side specifically, it was hard for me and sometimes it got emotional watching. I remember my opening day in Atlanta, 20 years old, you know, Braves versus Cubs, staying a packed house, sold out, the pageantry, um, you know, Hall of Famers being involved. And, you know, this year for us, I see rookies and guys having their first opening day with a locker down the hallway, right, and the locker in the middle of the clubhouse. So not the same vibes and and not the same treat that that we've all grown accustomed to, um, the guys that have been a part of baseball for a while.
0: Jason Hayward joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. It's really weird, Jay, because there are a lot of people who had tough years this year statistically, and a lot of analysts just say, well, it was the 60-game sprint it was COVID. Just throw that in the garbage. But there are guys like you, guys like Darvish, guys like Hap, who had really good years. Is there a rhyme or reason for why some guys had really good years during this and other guys hit well below what they normally hit?
1: Well, I think timing is everything. Um, and when I say that, I mean you know, 60-game sprint definitely has something to do with it because you're not allowed to – you know, come down from, um, you know, your hot streak necessarily. I mean, you are allowed it, but, you know, I feel like when you start the season off uh, the way I started, the way Ian started, um, so in, a, in a regular season, could that, you know, progressively get worse over time? It could, but I would say with the basket that he and I were having, um, even when you do hit a slump, I, I feel like throughout the period of a regular season, there was a good base and a good starting point there. Uh, and I and I say all this from just, you know, playing baseball for the last eleven years at this level. But when it comes to the guys that, you know, did struggle and did have, I guess we could say a down a down two months or a down sixty games, no, they weren't really given the chance to come up out of the slump. You know, it, it's gonna happen. The game adjusts to you. Um, these guys we're talking about know have done a lot in this game um you know some some even more than others you know we talk about uh you know mvp Rookie of the year you talk about riz you look at the back of his baseball card i mean this guy is who he is um but i just feel like they didn't have you know the time to get more consistent i don't think they had the time to adjust and so uh, when you say is it fair no it's not fair Um, life's not fair and none of them are going to make excuses for it but i think the reality is If we have a full season, you would see some guys have different numbers and you would see some guys, or I guess you would get to see the bulk of their contributions because to me, um, the bottom line is we did win a very tough division. and, And that's a reality. In itself, so regardless of the downfalls and the shortcomings of, of all of us, um, these guys still went out there and got it done for us, and we were able to win our division. Jason,
2: big news last week, obviously was was Theo Epstein stepping away from the organization. Your thoughts on on Theo, overall?
1: My, my thoughts on Theo overall is this: this man handles everything with class. Um, he wears his heart on his sleeves, and and he cares deeply for everyone. That he asked to to work for him and to step into that foxhole with him on a daily basis. So, um, you know, to me, this is another another move that goes right in line with that. Uh, you know, Theo is you know what what he tells you is going to happen happens, and and he needs it from the bottom of his heart, and and there's a reason he has he's had so much success uh, in and around the game of baseball.
0: Were you surprised when you got
1: the news? Um. Surprised. I mean, I don't think um, I was. I don't think I was expecting a text to say that from him. Uh, maybe, maybe something else. Right on. I don't. I don't know. You can pick a number of things that, that I wouldn't guess, but uh, I wouldn't say that I would have thought that would have been the case. But just hearing his explanation, you know, again, it goes back to his class of him not wanting to be sitting over Jed's shoulders and and people in the front office knowing that he wasn't going to return. You know, the following the following year after the 2021 season. And and I feel like for him, you know, knowing that there are going to be moves made, knowing that, um, you know, he's not going to, I guess, be here for the long haul of, of what's next to come. You know, he didn't want to be taking an, an unfair advantage seat, right, and looking over someone's shoulder saying, hey, I know what they're planning over here. If he does, if and when he does take his next job, you know, he, he doesn't want to have that unfair advantage. Um, so, again, I think there's so much respect in that move um, I think he, you know, things things out pretty well. He's going to enjoy the time he has with his family. Um, stepping away from the game, I know he he mentioned a number of uh, charities and nonprofits he wanted to be a part of, and I think he's going to enjoy that aspect and and preparing for whatever's next to come.
2: Based on what you just said, Jason, are you expecting significant change on your guy's roster?
1: I mean, I I expect the business side to be the business side, (laughs) that is, that is unpredictable. Um, you know, what, what can happen will happen and and what can't happen won't. Right. Um, you can talk about wanting to make moves to your roster or maybe wanting to trade or maybe even wanting to extend people or, or sign a free agent, whether it's someone coming from outside the organization or, or people already here, you can talk about all the things you want to do, but you got to see what the market is. You got to see what's available. Um, And I think that, if anything, is kind of
2: being held over
1: everyone's head with the kind of season we just had as far as COVID. Um, You know, finances are looking uncertain um, to a certain extent. And I don't say that as far as giving out money and and not giving out money. I just think people want to know and organizations want to know how much. Um, So, But just to answer that question, um, as far as the Cubs organization, I think they know they need to make some changes. And that's that's typically what happens when guys come into the last year of their contracts. Right, you see, yeah. some people either say we're going to try and have someone long term, or we're going to try and get the best value for them and the franchise. So, Jed Jed has his hands full. Um, <laughs> whoever's in charge has has a handful with this roster, and that's, I mean, to be honest, that's a good thing to have happen. You got a lot of guys who have a lot of value, done a lot of special things, and he's going to have to make some choices soon. But it's all going to come down to who's out there available and willing to make moves.
0: Jason Hayward joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN One Thousand. When you talked about signing here, you always cited the young core, that you were 26, you wanted to be with this core, to grow with this core. A lot of these guys who are your brothers, like you just were referring to, could be gone. That's not jarring at all?
1: I mean, it's it's a tough reality. It is a tough reality because – you know, you know, at some point, you know, again, the business will be the business side of it. Um, we don't get to play things out forever as we wish. Um, but I wish them the best. I think, to be honest, whoever does move on, um, you know, if and when that happens, I think that's going to be a good thing for them. I think uh, they're going to have new experiences. They're going to be able to establish themselves even more in the game of baseball and, and for their families as well when it comes down to financial and even other opportunities to go play for other winning organizations. Um I, I speak highly of all of them and I think I think the world of all of them. So for me it is bittersweet but if anything I'm just happy for their growth.
0: Do you feel that the the team you mentioned Jed. Is the team still in great hands with Jed?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um no it doesn't all fall um I don't want to say it doesn't all fall on him. Um, You know, we all have to take responsibility for for our actions and and what we have going on. Um, You know, he has been here every step of the way to be a part of all the positive things that Chicago and Cubs fans have been able to experience the past few years. And I think he has the right mindset and and the right approach to know how to move going forward because he was here for that. You know, I think he said it in his press conference um, in the past couple of days in, in the interviews he's done, you know he needs to be himself. he has to be himself, and I think that's that's real. I think that's that's the um, no, the only way you can have that approach when it comes down to, to being in his position. but you know again, he's been here to see all these things happen. He already has certain guys in place as it is that are part of this franchise. If you're talking about making moves and and maybe trading away some people or you're talking about trying to sign some people or, or whatever expensive people. He's doing it from from a, a very awesome uh, place to work, and I know he takes a lot of pride in it.
2: Jason, have you or, and the rest of the players in, in the league been given any insight as to what the the schedule for twenty twenty one is? I, will you guys go to spring training as would be normal, or have they not made a lot of those decisions yet?
1: I would just say it's only fair to um, <laughs> it's only fair to be ready for whatever happens, <laughs> um, you, you know, because. Yeah, we were in spring training this this past year, and, and of course, no one was expecting to be shut down. And and then after that, there was so much uncertainty. No one knew when and if we would get started. So I think the reality is, of course, as players um, prepare like there is going to be everything on time, but just be ready for whatever because there are so many things out of our control. Um, I think we hope to have, obviously it goes without saying, hope to have fans back in the stadiums, hope to see people out there, Um, And and enjoying the environment again, and and hopefully everything happens on time. But most importantly, we hope everyone's safe. Right.
0: Uh, Jay, hey, before we let you go, as we started the interview, we talked about Thanksgiving. 2020 has been very turbulent. There's been a lot. We've talked to you about off-the-field stuff, too. What are you most thankful for heading into the holiday?
1: I'm thankful to have another moment. I'm thankful to have time, uh, family, friends. I think this year has really made everyone appreciate the things that they can control the things that they do have and and not so much focus on what we don't and again, I'm just just thankful to have you know these moments to sit down and you know spend some time with my dogs, fiance, brother parents um all these things over the year that it wasn't easy to do, but now you know trying to make the most of that so that's that's what I got for this.
0: What's what's the one thing you have to have on your plate Thursday?
1: The one thing I have to have on my plate Thursday. Um I'm a I'm a big honey glazed ham oh, guy yes. yeah. for, for the holidays. So if if I had that on my plate then yeah. then I can make anything else work.
2: <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I, get, I love turkey as well, but if you gave me a honey baked ham instead of a turkey, uh, I'd be yeah. just fine.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd be a-okay with that. Maybe a little, um, what is it, cranberry sauce. Uh, my my fiance going to hook it up. I already know. She's going to try it for my grandmother's uh, sweet potato casserole oh, to yeah. play with, like, the marshmallows, all that stuff. So, well, in good hands.
2: I, I was just going <laughs> to say, but that's pressure, isn't it, for the fiance to actually recreate
1: nah. what grandma could do? No, she has zero pressure because, okay. I mean, she she can sell the stuff she cooks. So I'm, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm not even concerned. I'm just looking forward to it. And that, that's another thing to add to the list of things to be grateful for. She, she is a great cook.
0: Well That's said. awesome. That is great. Jay, enjoy the holiday. Thanks for everything this year, and we'll catch up in the spring, okay? Thanks, Jason. All right,
1: guys. Take care. Thank you.
0: There you go. Jason Hayward. We love the relationship yeah. we have with him. He's great. A lot of good stuff on and what it was like dealing with COVID, what, what the news was like getting it from Theo. A different perspective about, two knowing what the Cubs would do and him going to another team as well. Um, I heard something this morning, of course. I mean, every morning I wake up and I say, I heard something on the morning show that just made me say, what? I heard something else. And it had to do with Thanksgiving. Giving Day Foods, I want Uh to bring that to our table coming up next.